Dodgeball, retreats, and putting a Happy Meal in a blender. Now, maybe these are a few of the things that come to your mind when you first think about student ministry, but student ministry is a really interesting area of leadership, actually, for this reason. It's so fluid. The people leading it are often changing. The students themselves age out of the ministry pretty often, and with the quick evolution of technology and the ever-changing culture, student leaders constantly need to be reinventing themselves and their ministry. And even though student leaders are used to the idea that change is really the only constant in their job, there's still a few things they all have in common that they wish elders knew about. So buckle up, tell those crazy teens to keep their hands inside the car at all times, and let's spend a few minutes talking about student leaders, because the Church Helper podcast starts right now. Well, hey there and welcome to another edition of the Church Helper Podcast. Our mission here at Church Helper is to help churches make every decision on purpose. My name is Mike and I'm excited to help you and your church staff and elders teams get on the same page today with the fifth and final episode of our series, Getting to Know Your Staff, focusing today on student leaders. Now, if you're a church staff member, now's a great time to connect an elder with this content so you can continue to build your relationship together and if you're an elder, make sure that you forward this to the rest of your team so that you're all speaking the same language. And just so we're speaking the same language, every church calls this role something a little different. It could be a youth pastor, a student pastor, a student ministry director, a youth leader, maybe something else. Today, we're going to use the term student leader to umbrella all of those titles. And one more thing, when we're talking about student ministry, generally speaking, we're talking about students somewhere between grade 6 and grade 12. And with that, let's get into it. The three things every elder should know about their student leaders. Number one, student ministry isn't all fun and games. When Church Helper reached out to student leaders to answer a few questions about their experience with their elders, this is the first theme that stuck out. And I might have noticed it right away because in my time as a youth pastor, this is the one that I heard the most, whether from elders or parents or the congregation at large. But enough about me, let's see what the participants had to say. Here's the first one. They said, they know a lot about activities we are doing, but I believe because that is what we announce on Sunday mornings. Many think we are more fun and less Bible. This is something I'm working on changing by announcing upcoming series and even challenging the church body to join us in some of our weekly Bible reading. Another one said, elders think it's all fun and games. And finally, this student leader said, many people think I prepare a short lesson for Sunday night youth group and hang out with students, play games for two hours a week and nothing more. Look, I know why this is such a frustrating misconception for student leaders. Student ministry is often known for wild and crazy antics or that piece of drywall in the church hallway that's been caved in since that epic game of Gorgon in 2013. But student leaders deal with more than just errant dodgeballs or wondering how many pancakes a kid can eat on a retreat before he gets sick. And by the way, the answer to that question is 23. I was there when it happened. Look, junior high and high school students are at an age where they're developing in all kinds of ways, 
from their worldviews to their vocal cords, and student leaders know that they need to find relevant ways to teach the gospel and keep students engaged. Sure, games are a part of the ministry, but they're really a small part in the grand scheme of things. You add up things like Bible studies and contacting parents, permission forms, staff meetings, mentoring, volunteer recruitment and training, probably like 10 other things, and games are all of a sudden a very small part of the picture. And it's easy to think that games are a huge part of the ministry because that's what most people see or hear about, but it's really only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to a student leader's job. So what can you do to support your student leader and make a big difference? Well, I'd say that every time you talk to your church's student leader, stop leading the conversation with that fun thing you saw them do. Instead of saying, hey, it looks like you guys had a lot of fun playing soccer last night, say, what are you teaching your students right now about Bible study? It's a small thing, but it will show them that you see more than just the games, and it's going to mean a lot to them. Number two, they feel like a lesser than leader. Look, I just can't tell you the number of student leaders that I've talked to that in one way or another have a bit of an inferiority complex when it comes to their place among church leadership. And I'm not sure if it's because people look at them more like the age of the people they lead, because they're typically younger or early in their ministry career, or because they don't pastor and mentor people who are funding the church. But for whatever reason, so many student leaders feel like a lesser than leader in their own church. And I should say that that feeling isn't even exclusive to age, as you'll see in our first survey response here, which says, the elders think I'm young and that I don't know anything. I'm 48 years old, been in children and youth ministry for 19 years, and I'm not an expert, but I know what I'm doing. The second one says, I have a theological degree and I teach youth scriptural lessons. I don't just entertain them. Finally, this leader said when speaking about elders, they often think that I'm not a professional minister. So often congregation members tout the importance of children or student ministry, but also treat those leading those ministries with a little less seriousness because of that last quote. They're not viewed as a professional minister or pastor. So what can you do as an elder or a fellow church leader? It's pretty simple. Just keep building up your student leaders whenever you get the chance. If you know they're feeling this way now, send them an email or a note of encouragement and let them know how valuable a part of the team they are. And if you want to take a next step, ask for their input or advice in an area that's outside of their normal wheelhouse. Even you asking their opinion about something new, that shows them that they're a valuable part of the team outside of their typical role. It's simple, but student leaders are pretty low maintenance and don't need a lot to start to feel encouraged. Number three, they're usually part-time and it's often not enough time. Student ministry is one of the most notorious areas where staff positions are half-time or three-quarter time or a lot of times less. It's just not an area where a lot of churches invest full-time funding into. And we can talk about that another day, but I just want to get you thinking about one thing. Remember that a student leader does most of the same things that a senior leader does. They worship plan, they do teaching, pastoral care, crisis management, administration, planning, leading meetings, and they're doing it for a group of people who are still trying to figure out who they are and who they're going to be, this big group of teenagers. So I'll ask this question, if much of the job is the same, but less time is offered to do it, what does that say about how a church values its teens? Maybe that's a little provocative, but I'm just trying to get you thinking. Anyways, 
Here's a couple of insights we received from our survey of student leaders. One said that they struggle having enough time. Another said they struggle with being bivocational and having to do all ministry duties during evening hours and after work. I've definitely experienced that one. And finally, one just says, taking a Sabbath day of rest is a huge struggle for me. So here's the deal. Your student leaders are often just as busy and just as susceptible to burnout as other staff team members. Not only that, they've usually got less time and they've always got super weird, weird hours. And sure, sometimes their job can look like a little bit more fun than some others. But remember what we said earlier in this series, if you're expected to do something, no matter how enjoyable it might be, it's still work. And I can tell you from personal experience that I used to do a three night youth retreat, get 10 hours of sleep and not feel it a bit when I was 22. But these days, even though it's still a lot of fun to go, if I don't get sleep through the weekend, I am completely fried until the following Thursday. So how can you help your student leader feel less overwhelmed and more in control of their hours and their schedule? Well, just first, ask them how it's going. See what areas of their job take up more or less time and what always seems to take over their week. Maybe it's something in their day-to-day. Perhaps it's extra work that gets put on them during a staff meeting or something that's seasonal. Check in and see if you can help free up some time by either relieving pressure, modifying timelines, or adjusting expectations. And second, you can make sure that when creating your goals and job description for your student ministry, the expectations match the time given. It's easier to run a student ministry part-time when it's 20 or 30 kids, but if you're hoping to see a group larger than that, you need to give your student leader time to maintain what's there and continue to build and vision for the future. And that's it. Three things every elder should know about their student leaders. Hopefully today's podcast helped you better understand your student leaders and some of the things that they're going through every week. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast or our YouTube channel. And if you think you know somebody who needs to hear this content today, but they're not really a person of the internet, you can go to our website, churchhelper.ca slash podcast to print out a full transcript of today's episode. Make sure you go back and check out our last episode on getting to know your children's ministry leader and stay tuned for more ways to build better relationships between your staff team and your elders team. And if you've got any questions, please reach out to us through email at hello at churchhelper.ca or go to the Get Help Today tab on our website. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes to help your church make every decision on purpose today. I'm Mike and I'll talk to you again really soon.